Hello, everybody, and welcome to Down Is Up, episode two. Today that I am recording this is Wednesday, the 24th of February, in the year of our Lord, 2021. And I have a little bone to pick today, a bone, a bone, a bone. And here's the bone. I would like to address an elephant in the room. My cat is coming over here to bother me. Never fails. Never fails. And let me ask you a question about elephants. What do they have? They have a trunk. That's one of their, I would say that's their most distinguishing um, element trademark, feature, whatever you want to call it. And um, what do they do with that trunk? They blow through it. And it sounds like a what? A trumpet. Yes, okay. So literally, our elephant is a Republican elephant that is in the room. And here is what is bothering me. The fact that everywhere I look on um, news articles, media, social media sites, all that kind of thing, all I see is, should Trump run again in 2024? What do you think his next move is going to be? Will he just be out there supporting the candidates for 2022? Excuse me. No. No. And did I say no? It's not that I don't want him to be president in 2024. That would be fabulous. But my point is, the elephant in the room is that we haven't addressed the crime that was committed. Okay, so let me follow this up. My dear friend, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, today posted a little video clip and I just get mad just thinking about watching it. Oh my gosh. He posted this video clip of Jay Sekulow on his um, radio show, And for those of you who may not know who Jay Sekulow is, he is a um, lawyer and he was one of Trump's impeachment lawyers on his first impeachment. And I love Jay Sekulow. He is a wonderful, wonderful, I believe, God-fearing man. Um, I Just doing some research today, I actually came across some things of his that were like sermons. Maybe someone can get back to me on that if he's a pastor or what. But anyway, his son's name is Jordan Seculo. And his son also works for President Trump. But anyway, okay, so here's what he he said. He said, okay, well, wait, let me back up just a little bit. The caller was started the the little clip by saying he was just just distraught because um 
the, the Supreme Court didn't want to hear all these cases. Where do we have to go? What are we going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And he basically, he interrupts the guy and says, well, honestly, I've been saying for quite a while, those, those cases should have been tried before the election. Wait a minute. I've heard this before. I, you may have heard this before too. But that's his answer? That these cases should have been tried before the election. Okay, let me take this down a little bit. Maybe he's talking about the fact that a lot of these cases that were filed um, were dealing with the fact that the various um, states that were the swing states that had really questionable outcomes to the election um, changed their own rules pre-election cycle so that they could do things that were outside the norms. Well, the law states that you can't do that. You know, a law change to an election has to go through the state legislatures. And perhaps, I'm, I'm, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt here, perhaps that's what he was referring to, that those items should have been legislated prior to the election. Okay, we'll go with that. Not, let's, let's just pray that that's what he means. But actually, the fact is, we tried. I know that there were some cases filed prior to the election, and we were told, no, 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 you can't file those yet. You don't have standing. Okay, fine. So then, we do case filings after the election. Not enough evidence. Wait a minute, you haven't seen the evidence. You have to see the evidence in the case. It's very, very rare that an attorney will present their hard evidence up front before the case is heard because that's like giving away the plot to the story almost. So anyway, <laughs> when he said that today, I was just like, yeah, okay, that makes a lot of sense. And there was a crime committed. And essentially, what he is saying in his wisdom, and granted, I'm not a lawyer. Closest I ever got was paralegal. Filed a lot of patent applications. Applications. Well, that's a whole other topic. We're not going there right now. Anyway. And I'm a pre-law I took, I was pre-law when I went to college. Okay, so there's that. But, Jay Seculo, my darling, the cases should have been tried before the election. Okay, Mr. Criminal that just stole a car, you have absolutely no case here because you know what? We should have tried you before you stole the car. See how much sense it makes? It doesn't. It makes no 
sense. I'm my blood is literally boiling about just how many people who are supposedly on Trump's side are just move along here, move along, you know, darn it, you lost this one. Better luck next time, my friend. Heck no. That's just not the way it's going to be. I don't want to hear, oh, well, you think he's going to run again in 2024? No, he deserves to have an audit done now of all of the entire thing. I don't care if we have to rerun the whole freaking election. And my dear friend, Jovan Hutton Pulitzer, is ready to roll with it. He is ready to go. He is ready to do that forensic audit audit of the ballots. And he can do it. Kinematic artifacts. Look him up. Anytime you want to know anything about Jovan, you can ask me, but he's very easy to find if you just look for him on the internet. The man knows his stuff. But it's obvious to... There have been estimates that President Trump won his re-election by nearly 100 million votes. Now, let me tell you, that means there are 100 million, potentially, we'll be, we'll be really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, I can't think of the word. Uh, 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 shy of it. I, whatever. Modest? Nope, that's not it either. But anyway, our, our estimate is going to be low. <laughs> Gosh, someone tell me what word I'm trying to think of that I can't think of. Anyway, let's pretend he only had 80 million votes, which they say Comrade Biden had. And you will, you will rarely get me to say, quote, President Biden. He's not the president. I'm sorry. Not until this election fraud has been resolved. Okay? And by resolved, I mean my buddy Jovan gets to do his forensic audit of the ballots. And you know what's really funny? Is he can prove the entire election should be overturned by the ballots alone. Think about that. He can probably prove it from the ballots alone. We're talking the pieces of paper that were put into the machines repeatedly and re-adjudicated, all that sort of thing. That's not even touching the stuff that Sidney Powell can probably prove with her Kraken software that... If you've seen Mike Lindell's um, Absolute Proof video, um, which I highly recommend, and give the guy some credit, the man sells pillows for a living, okay? He sells pillows and sheets, and he, you know, he, he is an amazing man. If you think about it, bless his heart. And I've, I've gone off the topic here just a little bit, but I, I feel like I need to stand up for him. Just a little bit. The man sells pillows out of 
his recovery from being a crack addict and really nearly dying. He he brings along these people that that support him and do you know do the work with him and his company and bless his heart his his acquaintance really I don't even think that he's quote really good friends with Donald Trump but he w- witnesses what the rest of us witnessed well he's got the means to investigate and he did If I had the means to investigate like he did, I would have done the same thing. And I'm trying. I'm doing the best I can. But anyway, yes, so maybe his his video, his absolute proof video, it moved a little slowly for you. I'm sorry we're not perfect. None of us is perfect. I'm not perfect. He's not perfect. Only Jesus was perfect. Ye who is without sin, cast the first stone. Anyway, watch his video. It's the one that I saw, and I've, I've heard that he's putting out other videos as well, but, but this one was, it's absolute proof, and you can, you can find it. I think that he has a website that's called absoluteproof.com. Um, it might be mikelindell.com, I don't know. But anyway, in his video... He goes through meticulously, step by step by step, on how the election was literally stolen. And we had foreign interaction with our own election, foreign interference. And he's given the proof. Okay, so let's talk about why. SCOTUS, and excuse me, okay, I'm sorry, this is going to be a little crass, but I really, I don't like to use the word SCOTUS because for some reason, okay, don't, don't judge, don't judge. I hear the word SCOTUS and I think of scrotum. Okay, that's it. That's all I'm going to say. We're moving along. Just think about that. (laughs) So the secretary, no, secretary of state, Supreme Court of the United States declines to hear the cases. Now, that's fine. They're still not done. There's there's always going to be a way. There's always going to... In the legal world, this is what happens. It's, it's a game. It's a nightmare of a game. My biggest concern is that George Soros has spent the past 12 years buying secretaries of states, legislatures, and judges in all of these swing states. He has paid them to just turn their heads, break the laws, and steal the election. So anyway, this is the elephant for me in the room. The elephant for me is we must not give up on this election. Because I'm telling you, my friends, if we don't fix the fraud that happened in this election, we are never going to have another fair election 
ever again. We won't. We just won't. We won't for a few reasons. One of the reasons will be because none of us will trust it. Okay? And that's a sad thing. It's sad because my um, my personal feeling is that no matter what, I'll go vote. Just because I feel like, you know what? People fought and died so that I can go do this. Whether or not it works, I'm still going to try. Number two, I really think that there will be a lot of people that won't vote simply because they don't trust it. And we're, we're doomed then because look at what happened when close to a hundred million people did vote and their candidate is now sitting in Mar-a-Lago. It's wrong, people. I'm telling you, it's just, it's crazy. Down is up. Down is up. All right, moving along. Tell me what you think about that. Tell me if you agree or disagree. But really, I don't think we can... My bottom line for this this part of it is we simply cannot act like the fraud didn't happen in 2020 and expect, oh, okay, we'll just take our slap on the wrist and we'll move on. Okay, we can't do that. We can't. We have to fight to get the fraud exposed and believed. And honestly, my heart is telling me there's something afoot. I don't know, you know, I'm not a Q person. I'm not. I don't I don't think there is a quote plan. I believe there is one plan and that is God's plan. And only he knows what he's doing. But let me tell you what. Go back in history. I bet you a lot of people were praying during the time of the Holocaust. I guarantee you they were. Begging God to please do something. And they were just waiting for something to happen. And look at the millions of people that that died. Okay, so whether God is moving or not, I don't know. I pray that he is. I do. I pray every day that tomorrow that big military setup that's in Washington, D.C. right now, it's going to turn out to be Trump's setup. That's my hope. Honestly, a lot of, you know, people are saying right now, why, oh, why? Are they there? Why are they there? There, there is a scare check tactic. Blah blah blah. Maybe they are, but what if? What if they're there at Trump's behest? Something inside of me says the vast majority of our military knows what happened. And I think they're just waiting. They are just waiting for the order to come down that says, get them all. And by all, I mean all. Every single legislator who went ahead and pushed through the fraudulent fraudulent electoral votes, 
every single one of them. All the people who pushed the Russia hoax, don't even get me started. All of them. And they move in. Heck, wouldn't it be great if, if during, uh, oh, this just came to my head. Let's, let's pretend, um, that Comrade Biden is, uh, I, oh, we should call him Chairman Biden because that's that's what he's acting like a dictator is called the chairman. And um, so he's doing his first State of the Union address. And boy, that'd be perfect timing for the military to just walk right on in because everybody's there in one room. The only people that won't be there are the people in Hollywood and the news media who have supported the coup. Okay. They all supported the fraudulent election. Maybe that'll happen. I don't know. But that's what I hope happens is that that's God's plan. I don't know. Maybe God has an even better plan. You know, he's, he's smarter than I am. Really. He really is. I know. I, I don't know anything. Remember, I know nothing. All right. So I've rattled on about that. But I was just so, so, I was actually almost more upset by Jay Sekulow saying that and pushing the election fraud under the rug than the Supreme Court saying they're not going to hear the cases. Because there's other ways to deal with it. You know, the individual states can deal with it. And once one domino falls, the rest are going to come crawling down. Crawling down? Falling down. All right. Let's move along. Here's the next topic for the day. I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I've had all my own vaccine shots. Thank you very much. I got my rabies shot and I get my distemper shot. So I don't, you know, hurt other dogs. (laughs) That's silly. Anyway, okay, so. Have you noticed all of the hullabaloo about the supposed five... 100,000 supposed, I use that word purposefully, COVID deaths. Um, well, they're not. We all know that. It's all just a game. And I'll do another episode on the masks and the lockdowns and all that stuff. But I, I wanted to touch quickly on the fact that there, it just makes me so upset to think about how the whole world is living in fear right now because the media is using fear to twist the truth. And I don't know if you're aware that other countries are not behaving the way we're behaving with with our lockdowns. Um, Australia is a whole different story. They are extremists, but they, like, for instance, while I was watching the Australian Open, they did, they have their rules. They have their setup. They believe that it works. Whatever. Fine. And during the first week of play, one of the hotels that, that the players were were staying at had an outbreak of COVID. And so 
at the beginning of play of the Australian Open, it was open, meaning the public could go and masks weren't required. They were optional. It was a really great thing. The players were happy. Everybody was happy. Well, a few days into the match or the tournament, uh, when this outbreak happened, the, the Victoria legislature, parliament, whatever they are down there, people said, nope, got to go into a strict lockdown. They have a name for it. Can't remember what it is. And um, we're going to do that for five days. Everybody is at home. And when they say strict lockdown, that means you go nowhere. You don't leave your house for five days. So they did that. Not one single person was in the stands. While the players played, they were considered doing their job. So I guess that's one of the rules is that if you have a, quote, essential job, that, or if you, if you can work, you are allowed to go to your job and that sort of thing. Anyway, so the players played in front of nobody. And that was just for five days. 11.59 on that fifth day, people were getting ready. And I tell you what, the bars opened at midnight and everything was back to normal. So, you know, that's a plan. Personally, I think Ron DeSantis is doing it right. Check that out. But anyway, back to the 500,000 so-called, 500, so-called deaths. Okay. I don't want to wear a mask because wearing a mask to fight the COVID virus is like using a chain link fence to stop a mosquito. Okay. Not only that, but... We already are getting herd immunity uh, based on the fact that two-thirds of Americans have already had the virus. And the 500K so-called deaths, you probably know this, maybe you don't, but there's a very big difference between dying with COVID and dying from COVID. If you had a comorbidity, obesity is a big one, and you got COVID, that may have been what killed you. However, not 500,000 people have died from COVID. They may have had it and were killed in a car wreck. Those deaths are being marked as COVID deaths. That ain't right, folks. That just ain't right. All right, here's the next thing. Did you know that there's been a spike in elderly deaths after the vaccine? Um, I put this on my parlor a few minutes ago. Excuse me. Um, Elderly population suddenly dying off for unexplained reasons, and it's no longer coded as COVID-19. This is um, Tuesday, February February 16th, written by uh, Lance Johnson in naturalnews.com around the world. I'm going to just read a little bit of this. It's easier just to read it than to try to describe the article, but I do have a link to it on my parlor. If you go there, find me at at Jill Joe, you'll find my parlor. Follow me there, and you will find the article on that page. Around the world, medical authorities are seeing a spike in elderly deaths after COVID-19 vaccination. 
Gibraltar, a nation located at the southern tip of Spain, and Spain was one of the worst countries affected, is suffering from an unexplained surge in elderly deaths. It's unexplained. In the second week of January, a subset of the elderly population suddenly started to die off. The new wave of unexplained elderly deaths is occurring at nearly three times the magnitude of COVID-19 deaths that were recorded during 2020. The new unexplained surge in elderly deaths is occurring approximately 40 times faster when compared to the overall timeline of COVID-19 deaths that occurred since a pandemic was first declared. And it goes on to talk. Okay. This is now the worst loss of life of Gibraltarians. How do you say that? Gibraltarians over, in over 100 years. Even in war, we have never lost so many in such a short time. After the first week of vaccination. Throwing it out there, people. Vaccine-induced deaths. Now, I'm not saying all vaccines. I'm really not. I'm truly, truly not. Oh, my goodness. My aunt had polio as a child, and she had a slight limp from, for the rest of her life. And I am so thankful. I have one of those big circles on my arm from the polio vaccine from when I was a kid. So thankful. So thankful for those sorts of vaccines. But if you know the history behind this particular quote-unquote vaccine... Um, it ain't. Let's just say it ain't a vaccine. And I'm telling you this, and I know my dad's going to listen to this, and he's going to turn it off right now. So you might as well just turn it off now, Dad, because I'm going to fight you on this. He won't listen to me. I'm really tempted. I should give out his email address right here on the podcast. And y'all can email him and tell him why he should not get the vaccine. He's scaring me to death with it, but he doesn't care. Anyway, um, so Bill Gates is not a doctor. Last I checked, has never been a doctor. Didn't, bless you, Peekaboo. Peekaboo sneeze. Peekaboo's my dog. She's my 14 and a half year old, beautiful golden retriever. Anyway, um... Did go to medical school. In fact, I don't even think he graduated high school, if I remember right. Um, But somehow, suddenly now, he's the expert on vaccines. Him and flip-flop Fauci. Say that three times fast. Vaccine aficionados. (laughs) It's just disgusting. Anyway, so I want you to read that article. It's on naturalnews.com. The title of the article is Elderly Population Suddenly Dying Off for Unexplained Reasons. They refuse to tag them as COVID-19 deaths because suddenly that that disease does not longer exist, even though a lot of people had it. I wonder if you are allowed to get the vaccine if you're currently carrying it. You know how they say don't go get your flu shot if... You're not feeling well because it could kind of maybe make you feel a little bit more punky. I don't know. 
I, I don't know. I have no intentions of ever getting the vaccine because it's a dangerous one. Bill Gates believes in eugenics. What's eugenics? Eugenics is the systematic depopulation of a society. Particular society, in his mind, is the middle class. Anyway, I want to close with this. So I mentioned in my last podcast that, um, and for those of you who listen to it, I really appreciate it. I hope you'll uh, continue to listen and I hope you find value in in my ranting and raving. So um, I, I mentioned in my last podcast that I was doing a Beth Moore study. Well, right after I my my podcast, my first episode was published, I did the next um, session, video session, where you actually watch Beth Moore do her um, lesson. And I could not believe it because one of the um, slides she put up was down is up. <laughs> and I just, my mind was blown because I thought, okay, God, I'm going to take that as affirmation that I'm, that I'm doing the right thing here. The interesting thing was, you know, I don't, if you didn't listen to my other, um, episode, episode one, go back and listen to it. It talks about, um, what I'm studying in Daniel, you know, down is up. And she ends it by saying, however, the way up is down. And down on our knees, we have to remove our pride. And boy, I tell you what, a long, long time ago, I, I, I said, you know, I've really thought about the root of all sin. And I really think the root of every single sin is pride. If we can't get over our pride and admit our shortcomings, we, we're, we're never going to succeed. The devil uses pride. He uses it, he uses it, and he will continue to use it. Anyway, thanks for listening. I hope you um, will go out there and fight for not promoting Trump 2024. I know it seems backwards, but it's really what we have to do. Our country is broken right now. And I mean, really, really broken. And if we don't fix it now, like within the year, I would say, before the 2022 elections come up, I don't, I, I really don't think we're ever going to get it back. Anyway, God bless you. And um, keep your head up. Keep your knees down. Remember, down is up.
but not for long, we hope. But I know nothing.'